Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Fly so high. Mr. K was 80 when I first met him. As I walked into the examination room, he was with his wife, who got up to greet me. But he, the patient, continued to stare ahead, not turning to face me, maintaining his seated position. After introducing myself to his wife, I walked in front of him, and he smiled briefly, took my hand after looking at it, and then shook it. He continued to look forward, and even when addressing his wife, didn't really turn, but did so when grabbing for his coat and glasses on an adjacent chair. When I asked why Mr. K had come to clinic, his response was, my other doctor sent me. Trying to press on, I asked why. I felt unsteady a few weeks ago. I almost fell, but didn't. My wife actually mentioned it to him. His wife then explained that they were been in the park on one of the hotter days, and when walking, the patient had stumbled and had to sit down for a moment. At that time, he told his wife that he felt that he was dizzy After a few minutes, he recovered, and they continued home. Mr. K's wife had an appointment with their doctor the next day, and she mentioned it to her physician, since her husband had accompanied her to the visit. It was then when the referral was made to neurology. When going through the usual evaluation of the history, it was clear that Mr. K had not been experiencing vertigo, but rather was lightheaded. I'm not a water drinker, he said, responding to my question, asking how much non-caffeinated fluids he was taking in a day. Mostly Pepsi is what I drink, but only a couple a day. As I began to go through dehydration and other symptoms, Mr. K interrupted me. I have to say the dizziness only happened once, and I stopped one of those blood pressure pills my doctor put me on. It hasn't happened since. I nodded, noting that certainly this could be contributing as well. Mrs. K looked up and said, Well, doctor, there's one other thing that's bothering me. His memory is getting worse. Stopping, I asked her to clarify. It just is. He doesn't remember anything I tell him, even 15 minutes ago. And sometimes, he just doesn't seem to be paying attention. It seems to be happening more and more frequently. When I asked Mr. K what he thought about it, he just shrugged and noted that he really hadn't noticed it at all. He was previously a technical writer, and at least in his mind, nothing had changed. We started to go through his mental status examination, and he was precise, accurate, and complete with alacrity in his answers. I was actually somewhat surprised given his affect and somewhat unusual behavior throughout the visit, particularly at the beginning. When we did his neurologic examination, he was clearly, as we say, orthostatic, in that going from a lying to a sitting position, his blood pressure dropped significantly, with some symptoms of lightheadedness. He recovered quickly and went back to sit down in the clinic chair from the examination table. We went over the patient's medication in detail, as well as fluid management and avoidance of things like caffeinated beverages. 
The patient then burst out. Well, I smoke pot every day. I'm not going to change that. Taken a bit aback by this revelation, I asked the frequency and dose of his usage. A joint when I get up, and then one in the afternoon, and then probably at night too. I noted to the patient that smoking in general wasn't good for his lungs, and he acknowledged this, but noted that he'd quit cigarettes many, many years ago. How long have you been using marijuana by smoking it? I asked. Over 50 years, he noted dryly. Again, surprised, I did emphasize once again that smoking could create issues with his lungs, as well as increase cardiovascular risk factors notwithstanding cancer. The patient just nodded. I asked the patient why he smoked, for example, for medical reason or for pain. He turned to me with an incredulous look on his face. I smoke to get high, he exclaimed. Isn't that why everyone smokes? Once again, somewhat surprised, I responded that there were other alternatives to smoking. Nothing is better than a a joint, he noted with a chuckle. I've tried them all. Bongs, cookies, pies. Just the standard joint is the best way. Thinking that I should try to talk the patient about this habit and potentially out of it, the health risks, as well as the impact on his lightheadedness, I just stopped. The patient was 80 years old. He'd been doing this for a long time. Sighing, I just re-emphasized that he should increase his food intake, decrease the Pepsi, and I'd see him after a few months. And I told his wife that I couldn't find any evidence that his mental status was particularly bad, at least at this point. She just sighed and noted that she'd just keep repeating herself. The patient then looked at his wife and said, I remember everything. But when I'm flying high and stoned, I'm just not going to pay attention. Mrs. K rolled her eyes. You just summed up our entire marriage, she said, somewhat jokingly. That's when Mr. K turned towards me and smiled. All I could do was smile nervously back. Then both Mr. and Mrs. K laughed. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.